This is the NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Show. Connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002. It's what we do. Welcome everyone to this NFL Draft Bible Prospect Spotlight Edition. Ryan Roberts, Rise and Draft on Twitter. Please follow everything NFLDraft.com, NFL Draft Bible on uh, on Twitter and everything we do is on there. We just put out our draft guide for NFL Draft Bible. We're really excited with the content we're putting out. Even in this dysfunctional draft season, maybe we'll call it, we have some great products coming out, keeping you guys in touch, in depth on the 2020 NFL Draft. And I have a special guest today. I have a 2020 NFL Draft prospect who I'm very familiar with. I've been a big fan of the Northern Iowa football program for some time now over the last couple of years. Really talented players coming out um, over the next couple of years. You guys will see for for that team, uh, you know, for the Panthers. I have Mr. Seth Thomas, who is a defensive end out of Northern Iowa. Going to highlight him in a second. But Seth, before I get going here, man, just thank you so much, and why don't you just say hi to the folks real quick? Yeah, Brian, thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to talk about the man, fight on. Absolutely, and I'm going to kind of rattle off a little particular about Seth real quick and then get into some questions because you know you guys want to hear from him, not so much from me. I'm, I'm just kind of the uh, I'm the messenger right now of, of information for you. Seth, obviously defensive end, number 95. He has been a productive player over the last few years for uh, for Northern Iowa. He uh, last couple years, specifically 78 tackles, 11 tackles for loss, five and a half sacks. Um, he is originally out of Blue Valley Southwest High School in Stillwell, Kansas. The team this past year, a really successful year. They made it to the third round of the FCS playoffs, 10-5 and record. Northern Iowa is historically one of the better programs on the FCS level. Seth is a big reason why they're successful over the last couple years. So, Seth, let, let's start with, with Blue Valley Southwest, man, coming out of high school. Why, let's start with why Northern Iowa was the best fit for you coming out. Uh, coming out through high school, I mean, I was, uh, my older sister had actually played uh, Division One basketball up in Northern Arizona, uh, so we're somewhat familiar with all of our recruiting projects, um, so it wasn't a ton, but for his girls' sports, I had a little idea of coaches visiting and everything, and then when football hit, I mean, being younger in the junior, sophomore, junior year, having a ton of people visit, not knowing much, but I'm just talking to random people blowing you out of class. And that was a fun experience. And then I had all I can to start picking up offers left and right, trying to choose where you can. And then uh, it came down to actually, while wow, this is a thing, I'm like, how did that decide? i got to figure out some things here. And so I started going through that. And then I had some bigger schools come through and talk to me quite a bit. Um, those were referring to like KCU, IOC, Oklahoma State, talking to them back and forth. And even Nebraska, when he was there, that was one of my more favorable visits mm-hmm. until he got fired and everything with the connections there. Um, kind of went down the line. So then I just recalibrated the dirt. I'm going to go with everything that's been truthful to me. And Coach Jeremiah Johnson and Coach Bryce Pop were always talking to me. And then it's just, you know, with the kid who talked a lot on the phone. Um, at the time, but then, like, I just want to live my life. I kind of want to be a high kid, do what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And they understood that, and they'd call in and give me a checkpoint, like, hey, I'm supposed to call in, but me talk about any questions or anything. And then Coach Farley coming down, brought a boat and talk in, um, made it a very 
reasonable feeling far as a staff wanting you not only as a player, they want your entire family, so that helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went up on visits, walking on campus, you're like, okay, it's like so much a lot of other campuses. Um, I don't really know what to expect. I'm a high school kid trying to ask educated questions to see where I could fit in. And, uh, um, excuse me, the first thing that I noticed is the staff that I met through the engineering program was all about you and I, all about supporting the players, all about the team. I mean, those are the way that Washington and Linda Lowry has been helping me ever since. And she was decked out from head to toe, shoot a hair tie, you and I, and I thought it was just a fun thing to be around. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, it came to just being comfortable with my family, what they're happy with, what I was happy with, what I felt comfortable with. And knowing that they're a powerhouse team, they're known, their kind of background is kind of so similar to me. They know of you. The other teams know of you. They know they're going to get a fight. And it's the one team they're like, oh, all right, well, who are we going to play? And they're like, oh, we got to worry about you and I this year. Yeah. And so that way, every year, so it kind of feels like it reflected me a little bit, something to worry about and think about. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, I'm glad I made that decision. Absolutely, and you know, a part of like I, I said, the ten and five records, third round of the play, of the FCS playoffs. You guys started the year off really well because I, I watched your game against Iowa State. You guys took them down to the wire, and, and like you said, being able to be in a, a program like this with with a great history of winning, being able to play those perceived you know top dogs on the FBS level, Big Twelve program, like all that kind of stuff. It, it really says a lot to what that program has been able to do, and kind of going into this year in general, the 10-5 and record, third round in the playoffs, it, it was a, a, I would consider it for you guys to be a really nice, you know, uh, obviously a successful year, a stepping stone, hopefully, you know, 2020 is even a little bit better for the guys, maybe making a national title run. How proud are you, Seth, of just the, the year you guys had this past year and how you were able to leave it for the rest of the guys to kind of continue the great tradition of the program? Yeah, I'm proud of you, man. One of the two stories on defense that I had to be able to take that under the wing and talk to the guys. But the thing we have about program is you have a leader, but everyone's their own leader. So we had a lot of guys in defense who didn't talk a lot of trouble. We just all had to have to get on the same boat. And then over on offense, we had a leader like Derek and Scott Brown, who had guys, guys, blood, everything, football, saw him. And so having that, having similar wants and needs over there, Mm-hmm. Keeping those guys driving and going and going may have been a fun start of fire for the younger guys to see that you can do things that's um, possible to do it. And the thing you see here about it, Northern Ireland, you probably hear from a lot of players, even if you watch teams or there's a lot of uh, L on the record, that maybe you might look at the stats after the game and you're like, how did they lose this game? But it's something that you're like, wow, they lost the game through their simple mistake. And then being the player, and you're like, yeah, I felt it in my hands. It's one of those things where like, it happens here, where it's not like this is the time to come out. Like, yeah, that team prepared better than us. That's what I'm working on. It's just like, wow, like, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, that's a game of inches right there. And yeah. then over time, and you're like, all right, um, this what seeing do, mm-hmm. and this is what we're not capable of, and then there's games just like, this probably would not happen in games completely different. This would happen in games completely different, which happens in most games. But with common teams, you'll see a lot of the teams came out like this, and we didn't feel that way at all. So mm-hmm. um, that's where it just gives you that confidence, like, okay, like this is possible, and maybe gives this guy a lot younger, 
on the team mm. that that help their conferences to be basically prepared for. Yep. Yeah, and that's really well said. I especially love the the game of inches. Like I, I, I feel like every time I hear that, I just think of you know any given Sunday with the Al Pacino speech and you know a game of inches. And it's it's so true, especially when you talk about those you know the overtime game to start the year and and every game really is just decided a lot by you know a, a, a turnover here, a couple plays here. Like it's just a game that is just so momentum based which is one of my favorite things and, and kind of looking at your career set you know you guys have had some really nice victories obviously you know we talked about a couple already um a couple an, another close one obviously with Iowa State but make it to the third round this year and w- when I ask you what are some of your maybe favorite moments maybe it might be a game accomplishment whatever it is what what kind of sticks out to you as far as the, the best moments in your you and I career yeah that's a uh... Funny question. I mean, it's a kind of a very common question mm-hmm. um, on interviews. And I'm, I would say, I'm really bad at it because I'm not a person that has like necessarily favorite okay. or something that I can go back to. I mean, not to do anything. I'm the kind of person that's always open-minded and willing to look for the different change and maybe realize it differently. But to answer that question, what I've thought of would be the best answer for it. With another terms, was that. Things that I just enjoyed most about the game is before the games, I'd go out and just sit in the field and just kind of realize, like, before the game, have about a Iowa State game this year, and just maybe three other people on the field and kind of look around, like, wow, this is the last one here. This man just out in the middle of the field looking around, looking at his eye gaze and get a medical problem that he never got to see the opportunity, but being able to let him see those things that a lot of people don't get to see. And, all that, that goes back in the memories book of just kind of like, wow, like this is, this is a gift. This is something that can be really cool. And then when you go to game time, you're like, you can go against someone you never met before, or maybe have in the previous year or two. But you're like, you need to test your talent first, and then the competitive nature of it is just perfect. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, you have that your team's together. When you make them a big play, the crowd changes up. That's a wonderful answer. I mean, it's it's the memories, you know. You kind of look back on it. it's just the moments. I, I mean, I played defensive line too, and I just remember, you know, the feeling of a, a, a game altering play, like you said, like a sack that kind of kills momentum, a turnover on downs, whatever it is. Like those are the moments that really stick with you. You know, looking back on, I haven't played football in seven or eight years now, and that that's really kind of what sticks with me. And it's it sounds like you're 
kind of on the same wavelength. And obviously, you're a guy that, at, at with the given size you have, the the um, the motor that you have. I mean, I'm looking. I was watching your your video of just the workouts you've been able to do, uh, just to try to get some numbers out there. And, and you know, I saw you know just about around six six, two hundred sixty four pounds. I think was the official weigh in at that time. For you, Seth, how much have you seen your game grow over the few years? Because I'm sure you probably have put on a decent amount of weight, you know, hand usage, different things like that. Like, how, how much have you seen your game kind of improve over the years? Uh, I mean, it's improved a lot just with the coaching. I mean, I came in as a freshman in 2015 in, the, in that summer of June. Mm-hmm. Um, first, we had uh, Jackson Scott Brown, Cal Twait, and myself. Those are the ones that came in for that camp, and we were coming in. And uh, work out the team. And at the time, I was like, I believe around like 210 pounds. Hmm. Um, so I was like, all right, well, um, I got to feel a test for the game and kind of get my bearings set with college, get my bearings set where I need to feel at. And uh, then uh, one of the players, Cal, ended up not getting redshirt because they needed him. And so Jackson lines up redshirt and working our tail off. And I put on some good weight there. And the following year, I felt more comfortable. Um, just far as a more sturdy player. I'm not saying that you can be 220 and play it, but I'm just saying that if you wanted to play more of the runs and such the fourth down guy, um, that helped a lot. So then I started working in and calibrating it to what do I need to adapt my game to college. And with Coach Bryce Pop, that was a huge, huge deal. Um, and being here that year, teaching me some things and making myself confident in the play and telling me that, hey, you're just as good an athlete as in high school you can play now. You just need to be your very down set and just relax and be yourself. That was a huge hitter for me. Um, so when that came along, I started doing the more studious things for football and started going in on later pass rushes and getting more comfortable with the game. Um, that following year when Coach Pop was gone, it was kind of more of a humbling year and realizing what I had to get done and figure out more of the team aspect. The following year, him coming back was just, let's go out, let's have fun, make it a hurrah in your senior year, and let's start us all we can. And right there, it was just like a full-time job, everything you could think of, full go. And it made it just feel so much more of a bigger rush and great feeling for the game. So it was just a slow little ladder step each year. And, and I like, what uh, Seth, when I was watching the video is, like, for a lot of NFL evaluators, like, you hit a lot of the measurables, obviously. You know, being 6'6", you can't teach that. 264 is awesome weight on the edge. And then, you know, you had the 34-plus-inch arms I saw. I saw a 34-inch vertical. So, like, there's a lot of baseline attributes that I think a lot of NFL teams, I saw you had a nice uh, L drill, nice three cone, uh, short shuttle. Like you, you put up some nice numbers that I feel like are going to be attractive, you know, as, as kind of like a person to mold and to see how, how you can continue to, to just improve on a day to day basis. For you, I know obviously the, the, uh, the, all the madness with the coronavirus and all this kind of stuff has kind of put this draft process a little bit on its head and you know it's been a difficult and difficult thing for for everyone but for you just how how have you been able to attack every day and where have you kind of been training and improving yeah i mean that's the thing we talked about earlier that i mean that was first time done that steps in quite a while mm-hmm. um, we, were, we, we were there for oh, a very long time more than half a day 
wonderful man and a couple takeaways just from that that little blurb Seth is you know one obviously the hard-working nature you could hear it you know you're not you're not settling for just be, you know checking something off the list which you kind of talked about a little bit you know you want to be to your full effort your full ability but it's very easy to hear how much you love the game when you talk about it you know it's just being out there and you, you talked about you know just just laughing and, and being a part of the game kind of being entrenched in it and you know, that was the best thing when, when you even talked about, you know, some of your favorite moments was just not, you know, a game. You can't you can't quantify it as much. It's just a moment, which is speaks volumes. I mean, because this is a journey for you. It, you know, for you, how much how much is this how much is this going to be a blessing for you? You know, to potentially play professional football, to continue. I mean, we can talk about it all we want as a business, but at the end of the day, we loved it because it's a kid's game, you know? It's something that we grew up with. How much would this be a blessing for you to continue to play for a couple more years? I mean, I don't even know if blessing is even good enough work for it anymore. I mean, a blessing is to be able to, to me, just to be able to wake up the day and be thankful for the people around you. Yeah. And uh, so when you get to play this game, I mean, it's just like, 
an addition for things on top and whatever else you can do. And so when it came to having uh, four ride a Division One school that was not only good academically, but good far as the sports-wise, that's beyond waking up and being thankful for that. But even a shot at the next level is something just to not – I don't even know how to explain it to you. It's beyond words. It's one of those things that you just got to go in and pull out of steam and uh, enjoy what it is. Like, look back at it and see how fun it was. And it's one of those things that's a top-level accomplished goal. And so when you do those things, most of the time, you don't really sit back and realize why you're enjoying it. You're so pulled into it, you forget all about it until the end. It's kind of, if you ask anybody who had something that was are given to them, and then once it's gone, they're like, wow, I missed it, I missed it, I missed it. It's going to be one of those things for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things that you also like, look how far I can, just look what it's doing. Mm-hmm. And so I always want to present your best self forward, and, you know, it's to be the first one in our family to do it. I was like, wow, I mean, I get excited right now, I start being speechless talking about it, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's really refreshing, man, because, like, you talk to some people and it's just all about business, which, you know, I get. You know, the NFL is a business, professional football league, like, I get it. But it's nice to just kind of hear people that genuinely love football. Like, it's absolutely wonderful. And kind of going with that, you know, you talked about, you know, just some of the the blessings, you know, of everyday life and, and you know, your dad with the, with the dumbbell set at his house and just kind of trying to maintain a day-to-day basis. Like, at this point for you – a support system is huge. Obviously, going through this situation as well is a huge thing. Who are some people for you? Uh, parents, family, friends. Who who are some people that have really been in your corner that you really maybe just want to thank real quick? I mean, that's what I always think about when I was younger. You get on stage, like, who do you think? Yeah. And then the first thing you come up with is, I don't really want to say that on my list. <laughs> do I even have everybody on that list? I mean, so then I started thinking about, anyone who's just impacting my life, it may be for the good or the bad, because they're always, I mean, you learn to fail, you learn to fail off, you can be a accomplished person, so someone who maybe brought you a failure or tested you before actually did more good for you than you think, and maybe even get more for you than a good person did, mm. but, I mean, you're always, family's always there in your back pocket, I mean, my younger siblings always love me, my older sibling, it's actually my older sister's birthday today, uh, she's turned 25, and nice. she's got a, a pretty that car accident surgery there so she's kind of staying home I'm seeing all these kids around here with their birthday signs like yard, but no one's really over there so it's one of those things that we think you're saying your mom and dad have always been there before kids don't really understand so it's like to be a parent so you're a parent and can't really understand different times because the world's always changing so nothing's the same like they put their life into you and then they just want to see the far they wish the best for you so it's always your parents I mean it's always the people who affect you good or bad and, I mean, as far as coaches wise, times can change. As far as a high school kid to a young adult, an athlete, an accomplished young man, things like that, Coach Bryce Tom, I mean, he did a lot for me. Coach Johnson was a lot of my family. Uh, I was a lot in school. And then she and my professor from there helped me just grow as a different person. So, I mean, I could go on a list, but if I say anybody who's affected me in a good or bad way, I couldn't think of enough. I believe that's a good enough character to say. Mm. 
absolutely. And I, I kind of want to end this one with you, Seth, because for any for any evaluator that might be listening, general manager, scout, front office member, whatever it might be, just a real quick one on what they are getting the moment that Seth Thomas joins their organization. Well, again, Ryan Roberts here, Rising Draft on Twitter with NFL Draft Bible Spotlight. I, again, here want to thank Mr. Seth Thomas, defensive lineman, defensive end from Northern Iowa. Seth, again, man, want to thank you really so much. It was honestly a pleasure to just get a little glimpse into your story, and I'll be wishing you the best. I appreciate your time, and it was good talking to you.